show The Macbeth show So I don't know what they're trying to do <laughs> I don't think that I have to fast for my uh, My appointment today I have a heart doctor appointment today Okay I think I should like be able check to... Like a checkup? Are we talking like a checkup or just like a... Or like is something wrong with you, Matt, so you're going to the heart doctor? That's my question. No. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. There might be. They may have seen something. I don't know. I don't remember having to have like a six-month checkup <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Truthfully, I think they're just down in copays and they need somebody to come in. <laughs> Let's hear. Oh, you are not. Hey, Matt. This is Becca. Hey, I got a message that you have some questions about your visit tomorrow as far as taking medications or fasting or anything. Um, it's just a routine office visit. So take yeah! your medications like normal, your normal Woo! morning routine, nothing you need to change. Normal routine. Um, for your Bring all the like, food. Energy drinks. Um, sorry, I just want to double check and make sure okay. I did not look at that before I talked to you. Oh. It looks like you're scheduled for some labs. What? Um... You actually have you come in fasting. So I apologize. Um, take your medications like normal. Fast after midnight is fine. We'll check your blood work. So, Beth, welcome to episode 28. 28 is great as long as the heart is still ticking after the show. So I'm I'm like, do why though do I have to not have any caffeine, any water, any food? I mean the New peanut butter and chocolate chips last night about one o'clock in the morning when I got up to go to the bathroom. We're just waiting for me. No. I call in my name. Mm-hmm. But no, I have to fast for the doctor today. Why would they put you through something Why? like that? Thank you, Beth. I'm glad you're on my <laughs> side for this. So I've got a uh, heart doctor appointment today. Okay. But today's sure. going to be different. Today's they're going to do blood draws, check mm-hmm. cholesterol and everything like that. Ultimately, you know what would be nice is to not have to take a bunch of heart medication and cholesterol medication and stuff like that. Do Let's, you do you take a cholesterol medication? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're going to check all that stuff and hopefully yeah, not have to do any of that anymore. So So have you been <laughs> have you been doing something to lower the cholesterol then? I'm or? sorry, what? Hold on one second. <laughs> We're just hoping, oh. hoping for the best. Hold on. That's kind of what I was hoping for. <laughs> I thought fasting, that goes along with praying. Okay, so then... if I fasted for the last eight hours, surely my cholesterol uh, has gone down 30 points. Don't forget, I've eight been praying. Points. I've been praying. I've been fasting and praying for the last eight hours, and I'm hoping that everything's going to be fine. So I take you back. Let's go back in time, and why am I going to the heart doctor? Yeah. Yeah. So- I'll start with this. In 2019, January 4th, I'm watching uh, the Seattle Seahawks, and the girls are at a movie, and it gets to be about like 10 o'clock at night, and the girls get home, and they're like, yeah, movie, yeah, we got a bucket of popcorn, yeah, you want some? I'm like, yeah, sure, woo, and I got a couple drinks in me, I'm hanging out, watching football, eating popcorn. Everybody goes to bed. I stay up a little bit later, have a couple more drinks. I'm sitting around. I'm like, oh, these drinks sure are feeling funny in my chest. Whew. This is starting to feel a little bit tight. I'm good. I'm all right. Uh, Well, I remember feeling this about a year earlier. So now they're starting to connect. I'm like, wait a minute. About a year ago, I felt this exact same thing. Let's see where it goes. Well, a year ago... It rushed away. It went away. I felt this feeling I always compare it to of uh, brain freeze, but in your entire upper body. So imagine what brain freeze feels like everywhere. So you tighten up real quick and you're like, "Ah, I hope this goes away. I hope there's some relief to this. And it stays there. So that's what's happening to me. I'm sitting on a couch. I'm eating popcorn. 
girls are upstairs. I'm feeling this funky feeling. And so I'm stretching out. I'm like, man, I'm gonna go take a shower. I feel like I'm gonna throw up maybe. So I get upstairs. I think maybe I have the flu. Get in the hot water. I'm like, oh man, this isn't going away. This isn't going away. So I walk over to Carrie. Carrie's sleeping. I'm like, we need to check my blood pressure. Check my blood pressure. It should be about 120 over 80. That's nice. It was, I think, 200 over 115, something like that. Carrie's like, we need to get to the doctor. At this point, it does feel like somebody's sitting on my chest. Everything's kind of tightened up. My arms aren't moving too well. Just not feeling right. A lot of pain right in the center of my chest. And we take off. We get to the hospital about 3 o'clock in the morning. We pull up. And right when we get there, everything kind of rushes away. Just feeling of like relief. Like brain freeze. And it goes away. Yeah. Such a great feeling. Yeah. And so I feel that throughout my entire body. I'm sitting in the car. And the last thing I want to do is admit that I'm having a heart attack. Or even have the thought like, oh, yeah, yeah. This, is, oh, this is a heart attack. Give me any sort of relief, God. I'm sure water's fine, right? <laughs> <laughs> a few ice chips ain't going to hurt nobody, right? All right. So uh, where was I? Uh, they rushed away. Yeah, yeah. So we, so it goes away, and I'm like, I, we're fine. Let's just go back home. She's like, what? No, seriously. I'm like, I'm fine, Carrie. We're, obviously, nothing's wrong. We're good. Let's just go. So we go back home. And we lay back down in bed, and just as I'm starting to get comfortable, it comes back. And this time it's even stronger. Oh, you left the hospital. We're going to let you know. We're going to let you know, said the heart and the vessels. Mm -hmm. So it just got real intense, really quick. Check blood pressure. Blood pressure was even higher this time. We rushed to the hospital. We get in the hospital, get in. We, you know, go through the whole procedure. At this point, I'm somewhat in shock. Yeah. Carrie is leading everything like just a, just a boss. And I'm freaking out because I'm like, this is a heart attack and I, I'm going to die. This is, is what people do. do something? They, yeah. yeah. And so, and I'm like, uh, okay, we get to the hospital and they're going through all the procedures and they're looking through things. I'm, I'm, I'm hurting and they're filling me up with morphine and they're checking, they're checking, they're checking. And they check some enzymes and they realize that, that I was having a heart attack. Oh my god! So they're goodness. like, rush, we need to get him into the room. So they take me off and they get me into the doctor. And at this point, I'm still morphined up Yeah. and I get into the room and my heart's, I mean, at this point it's, it's, I, I don't know if I'm alive because now I'm just out of it. And I laid, I laid down and I remember the lady was like shaving my legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, my heart's not down there, lady. <laughs> I don't know what you're up to. Is this mandatory? Do you even work here? <laughs> or are you making it up? Like in your mind, you're all drugged up at this point. <laughs> Stents go through your arms now. They go right through your veins. They don't leave any sort of marks. The stents will go through your veins, in your arms, into your heart. Interesting. So I got three stents put in. Ticker got a back of ticking. And I'm still alive. Yeah. yeah. But the crazy part is this. And, I, and I've and i talked to my heart doctor about it. I've talked to people who have had any kind of heart issues. And if you talk to people with heart issues, if they'll admit, ask them, how did you feel afterwards? Like mentally, how did you feel? Did you have any sort of depression? Did you feel like, wow, why am I still here? Yeah. A lot of that. We got home and I walked in the house and the girls were gone. They were at school or whatever it was. And Carrie and I walk in and there was like this haze in the room. It felt really weird. And I just started crying. And I just cried and I cried and I cried. And I figured that this is like coming home. If I wouldn't have come home, I wouldn't have seen my girls again. Carrie and I wouldn't be standing here. There's this reality slap in the face that things could have been a whole lot different. But that lasted for a long, long time. And that didn't go away. And I wondered why. And I felt really bad because I was getting a second chance at life. But I'm feeling guilty about Like, I don't know what it was. I don't know why I was in this deep, dark place, but that led to a lot of bad things and it led to a lot of drinking 
And, uh, and I say that is that if you are going through any of that, as I did talk to a, a doctors and they say that if someone touches your heart or if something is done to your heart, things change within you. Mm. And, and I don't know what that really means other than yeah. if there's, uh, you know, anything that you're going through or if you had any kind of heart procedure or just know that there is, um, some depression and some things that go along with it afterwards and don't feel like you're in this dark hole that you can't get out of and nobody to talk to, but talk to somebody about that because I know it doesn't seem like it should be associated with it. And if you've gone through something like that, you feel like you should be so grateful that you're alive and that you had your second chance, but things feel different afterwards and know that just know that. Um, but I'm, and I'm, I mean, I'm just beyond grateful. That was, you know, January of 2019 and uh, yeah, wow. everything's been good since. Everything's good since, and today's yeah. gonna be a great appointment. Right, except I don't have any caffeine in me. I'm just gonna be so tired. <laughs> You're listening to Matt and my mom. This is the Matt and Beth show. Bye, everybody. You've seen it across the social medias. You've seen it in homes. Uh, people are participating. People are busting out their paper Bibles for the paper Bible challenge. It's so cool. I have loved seeing these pictures. People are taking their Bibles to coffee shops and to the beach, just pulling out the paper Bible that we have. I don't want to say neglected because, you know, I love that we have access to the word of God, like on, on every device we possibly could want. But there's just something about bringing out that paper Bible. And it's been sweet to see people participating. I got to say that I have been participating in the paper Bible, but I have been listening also at nighttime when I listen to my verses on my device. Well, and here's Is that the thing. cheating? I don't think it's cheating. Okay, For me personally, I have been diligent to read my Bible in the morning from the paper Bible. Yeah. But if I'm out and about, if I'm taking notes somewhere, um, I mean, I think it's great. I have brought my Bible with me, but I was in a class, a conference last week and they're just rattling off Bible verse after Bible verse after Bible verse. I used my, my iPad for that. It's just, just bringing it out, you know, and because we spend so much time on screens and there's so much fake news out there, I just have loved this challenge because it's reminded me, this is a real thing. This book, it was words written to me and it's true and it's been very refreshing join us all october for the paper bible challenge and then make sure to take pictures and then tag us and then hashtag is paper bible challenge so you said they put three stints in your heart yeah through your arm like i don't what's a stent though let me look people people (laughs) say uh, How does it get to the right place? Yeah, that's a really good question. Shoot it in there and hope. You just is it like hope. a cork? Yeah, it's just like, well, no, it's. I, I, I imagine it's like a staple, like a staple gun. They're just like, ah, yeah, got in there. Oh, but I, I don't sure like what are those plastic things? Like if you're going to screw something into the wall, like an anchor? Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they are. I just know there's. But you've three got of them three of them. When yeah. you are they metal? When you go through medical yes. metal detectors, do you have to tell them? Yes, I have a card that says I have stents. Yeah, I'm a stent <laughs> card a holder. Stent. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> right. So, but, but, so your heart. Because this is fascinating to yeah. me. Because you're like I'm having a heart attack, At and it 41. sounds to me like it was a 40 minute hour long process in the movies like growing up you see somebody just like clutch their chest and fall to the ground because in my mind a heart attack is like your heart stops yeah so i had blockage 
So, okay. So, okay. So this stent is to open it yep, up. Yep. Yep. So they clean that thing out, they open it up and then blood flows back through. So basically that's all they're oh, doing. Oh, it kind of looks like a filter. Right. It is kind of like a filter, but how they get it through your veins and get, and it, get through it through the, the right, right veins spot? into your heart. Yeah. And is it in the right spot? That's, <laughs> and that's how would I know why the they difference? charge lots of money because that see? is impressive. So what happened was, like I said, is that a year before I had that feeling and it got better, well, it was because I had one that was blocked that opened up and it actually busted. Oh. So they said it busted and it recreated a canal. So, yeah. I mean, God's amazing. Yes. Yeah. You know. But so it recreated it. It like formed in with another vessel. And so then that one was like, ah, we're good. We'll go another year now. And then the other two that show up, one was 80% blocked. And that's why when I got to the hospital, there was relief because the blood started flowing through. But then when I got back home, that 100% blockage was the one that when I got back to the doctor. Overachiever. Hey, watch out. 100%. Right? I, if I could have, I would have got Did a 4.2. you ever get 100% on anything? No, right. It was my first 100% on any test I've ever taken. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny and true. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. So then that one didn't go away because it was hundred percent blocked. Couldn't. And so that's the one that could have been the killer. Gotcha. That's the one that could have got mm-hmm. me. But luckily, that's when they found out, and that's when they went in. Right. That's when they did their procedure, and everything is fine now. So yeah. Anyway, that's so interesting too that you talk about anytime something touches the heart, yeah. that it causes the body to just react yeah. in something a depressed different. kind of way. Because I have heard specifically with heart procedures, but I think in general surgery, but specific to heart procedures that they do everything they can to get you out of bed fast. Even, you know, if they cut your chest open and do open heart surgery, that they do anything they can to get you out of bed. And it's not just about bed sores or anything like that, but it's about hope Mm. that if we can get you up and get you moving, it does like something to your brain to remind you. Yeah. That you're living. Yeah. Like that's just fascinating that the heart, you know, we, we talk about the heart on Valentine's Day in this cute little <laughs> red shape, but truly it's like what is giving our body life. And like, you have to be careful what you allow to have access to your heart. Like that is just like a deep thought I'm going to be pondering all day. Ponder this is it doesn't stop ticking. Well, most of the time. Just keeps on ticking, keeps keeps on on ticking, and the day it wants to stop is the day we do too. That's right. It just stops. And here's another amazing fact. You ready? Yeah. There's no synthetic blood. The only place that we can get blood is from each other. Yeah. Is to share from human to human. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's wild. I don't know how you guys create on a small budget... I guess I don't know what your budget is. I don't know how you guys create what looks like a full pumpkin patch on a church property, and it's free. It's awesome. Well, we do it through the generosity of our people, um, not just with finances, but their time. And several years ago, we just decided to do a fall event for the community, and it's grown you know, God's just blessed it every year. We get people that are coming back, but our goal is to provide something for the community that they would not always be able to afford themselves. So, you know, Thanksgiving time, we'll probably do something to 
uh, bless families with Thanksgiving meals. And that's great. I love the back to school outreaches people do where they give kids backpacks. But this is one of those things that's like, do you need to take your family to a pumpkin patch? No, but how cool is it to be able to take them to have this fall experience and not break the bank? Frankly, there have been years that I'm like, you know what? I cannot afford to take my family of six to one of these attractions. That's essentially, it's like going to a theme park now is is how much it costs us. And so we just want to provide that to the community completely free. And, and every year, um, people are more generous to help, you know, cover the costs. This year, we have some corporate sponsors that have donated to the event. But Saturday, October 14th, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Crossroads Church, 40th and Superior, we are going to have hay rack rides, free pumpkins for everybody to take home, free food, Pumpkin chunkin. You get to use a, a slingshot at, at a target and, and sling some pumpkins. We've got a giant maze, an all new layout this year. We, uh, we're bringing in a rock wall. I mean, if your kids want to come out, they can jump on an inflatable. They can do a cakewalk, but bring the whole family. It's not just for kids. It's for uh, free for the entire community. You can register online at lincolncrossroads.com. We'd love to see you at Family Fest. Saturday, October 14th, 11 to 3 p.m. at Crossroads Church, 40th and Superior. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Your wrap-up is brought to you by Trendy Chiropractic. Here is Beth with your wrap-up. On the way to school this morning, my girls were talking about math and multiplication. And somebody said, I'm just not good with multiplication. And the girls were like, you got to listen to the songs. And they pulled up on Spotify the songs that I played for them when they were younger that are just teaching you how to count by fours, sixes, but they were all Bible songs. So it was like Noah counted two by two and then it counts two by two, right? It's like skip counting or uh, Daniel and the lion's den and then, you know, a certain number that you sing. And they pulled those songs out and they, let me just tell you, they did not love them when I made them listen to them over and over again as children. I heard them in, I have these vivid memories of sitting in second, third, and fourth grade doing our little homework. The song is playing on the cassette player in the background. Kids are humming along. Like I have this vivid memory and I still to this day sing those songs. They played them on the, on the phone in the car this morning and immediately they not only could sing the parts about the stories in the Bible, but they could sing the numbers, 9, 18, 27. They could sing it. And I just told them in that moment, I was like, this is a great example of what you listen to and what you put in your mind and in your heart. It comes out. Even things that are silly, at, so silly as numbers. It just reminded me of that. And as we talk today about the heart, I was reminded of this verse in the Bible. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34 says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And it's just a reminder to us that what goes in is going to come out. So what are you filling your heart with? I mean, we talked about the actual heart. Like, what are you feeding your heart? Are there healthier foods to be feeding your heart? Well, when we talk about your heart and your soul and and just who you are as a person, what are you feeding it? Is the music that you're listening to, is it feeding who what your true identity is as a child of God? Or is it full of anger? Are the lyrics angry? Are, you know, the, the shows that you're watching, are they full of drama? Are they full of 
language that you don't want to use around your children. Well, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what you put in is going to be what comes out. So what are you feeding your heart? Because we want the good, the good things like, like my kids today, when they were singing, not just the numbers, but the truth of God's word, how can you put it in your heart? So in the moment that you need it the most, that's what comes out. I'm Beth and that's your wrap up. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Aaron Young, Chef Au Chef still. Is that what we call you, Chef Au Chef? It's I mean it's Chef Au Chef catering. Okay. But I always say we're home of wham, bam, meal in a pan. Cooking at sorority houses and, and fraternities to now what you're doing, and not only what you're doing and owning your own business and feeding so many different people, but then feeding also uh, the food bank and helping out the food bank of Lincoln. I think it's just so great. So watching you grow professionally and um, spiritually and you turning me on to a lot of things too spiritually and being there in one of my roughest times in life, you've become... Uh, one of the people I look up to the most. So I just got to say, man, right off the bat, is it Aaron Young, it's an honor to have you here in the studio. Crying. It's beautiful. Uh, let's talk about this. Aaron Young, uh, why why, why do you do what you do? Why are you doing what you're doing? Man, that is a great question. And I, I feel called that I've done is to feed people. Um, and what does that mean? I mean, I never, I didn't really know it as a calling, but I was actually just going over this, uh, the, Oh, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And mm. one of them is service, like servanthood. And like I feel like that is my gift is I love to serve. Feed your significant other or feed an entire wedding. Wham, bam, meal in a pan.com. Chef, oh, chef, Aaron Young. Thank you for joining the show, sir. <laughs>